Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, a boy, standing six foot two, 299 pounds from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's the number one fuck, Johnny G. John Gabriel, all you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine, a portion is healthcare. Also, Jackson Maine, he's fucking woke, baby. Also, joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent coast, Arthur Gabriel. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is a dog for the new listeners who constantly think it's a producer I don't let talk. Also, joining me in High Mighty Studios, three men, one Zoom window. It's a motherfucking band, baby. We got. The Wolves of Glendale. Oh. Ethan, Tom, and Eric. E-T-E. What's up, shitheads? What's up, shitheads? What's up, fuck nuts? I- I'm going to need no. about 25 minutes of catching my breath before I light a joint now. <laughs> I was like, oh, I we can't got wait this. to smoke. And now I'm like lightheaded. I'm like, all right, yeah. you run with this for a little bit. Eric, yeah. hit us with a little something sassy. I'll, I'll-, I'll smoke in the middle. <laughs> On the mouth drums, that's Eric Jackowitz. <laughs> how how have you how have you been? I haven't. Uh, Ethan, you've been on the pod before. Uh, Eric, have you been on the pod before as well? We did the 420 episode. Right. Oh, that's Ethan right. And I, <laughs> yes, but never yes. a never a full never a full dedicated Eric hour pod. of power. Oh yeah, here we are with Eric Jackowitz himself on the skins. Sorry, <laughs> I, I've been smoking <laughs> weed and drinking cold brew all afternoon. So it's I'm, a I'm hippie doing... speedball we're, <laughs> we're doing all... right now. I know that's what all four of us are doing. This is the fucking dream, man. We lined it up. <laughs> oh, Gabriel, just want to say, been inhaling 101 places to party before you die. Yes. It's so good. Don't, 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 no, don't. I was don't, trying don't, to get don't. all the ass kissing off cat off mic, but I'll take it on mic for once. 101 no, no. places to party before you die. Thursdays, 1030 on True TV. Thursday, huh? Thursday, 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 Thursday. Go to Thursdays with Pally and Gabriel. It's only on True TV. Go to a nearby jail to watch it in the common area. <laughs> Cancel your Thursday shit and go to prison. <laughs> Should be pretty easy these days. Almost everything can get you arrested. 
<laughs> Get arrested and watch the new Gabrus and Pally show Thursday. Um, I'm stoked to have a fucking full blown band on. I think I've had yeah. the Sloppy Boys. I think you guys might be the second band I've had. That's on, cool. Which is, we're bringing. We're, we're we're making history. Yeah, I will happily band. be second to the Sloppy Boys. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I was literally like about to go like the first and then one like Mike Hanford fan is going to be like, uh, nice try, asshole. <laughs> I'll be like Just sleeping kidding. on the There's grill. There's no Mike Hanford fans. <laughs> Shots fired. Burn, Mike Hanford. Burn, burn. I mean, I'm a fan of Mike Hanford, so that feels weird to shout. <laughs> um, when we were talking about what we want to talk about, <laughs> that's a great uh, sentence there. Uh, when we were discussing what we wanted to talk about on this episode, use throughout bands. And I think that's a fucking great idea. Talking to a band about bands. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really, it took a lot of thought and creativity and, you know, we really <laughs> thunk outside the box and yeah. came up with bands. Yeah. We went, we went to a think tank right up in Silicon Valley. We ran, the, <laughs> we crunched the numbers and we really ran through every possible scenario. scenario yeah, landed on bands. With bands. <laughs> yeah. I know I got your guys invoice. I just got to take a look at it and I'll, I'll reimburse you for the thing. Yeah. yeah usually we're, we're kind of accustomed <laughs> to getting paid like right. pretty quickly. So it is weird that you haven't looked but, at it yet. No rush on that, but if you can get it when you can, <laughs> no rush. Yeah. But if you could do it today, yeah, if you could do it after we're done, that'd be sick. Yeah, we have That's a whole all leading with no rush. But then the next the predicate of the sentence involves rushing. So, yeah, I don't, no, yeah. no, we don't want no. you to panic, man. Everything's no. cool. We're chill. Obviously, we're chill. It's just yeah, like, you know, you need to deliver yeah. that money as yeah. soon as you can. There Why is not? a free uh, invoice maker that I use, like an invoice generator like a that template. I use. Yeah. template and it's so aggressive it'll just say like you know you plug in all your shit whatever and then there's just when you ex export the pdf there's just in big red stamp letters unpaid <laughs> like up there and i've literally had to like white it out because i don't want to see my yeah. unpaid. You paid it's unpaid yet. you haven't paid me although i just sent you the invoice yeah. that feels like it's worked exclusive like that's like uh only like sketchy mailers use that uh, invoice. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. always getting shit that's like, your car is on fire. And it's like, huh? <laughs> it's like, you got to get fire insurance now. You don't realize. And it's a crudely photoshopped picture of my car on fire. Yeah. It's terrible. Your grandmother exploded. <laughs> Pay me now. Clean up the pieces, you bitch. <laughs> what? The <fuck>? Jesus. <laughs> Payment emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I have your daughter. Well, I only have a certain set of skills. Um, well, when I when I realized like this morning, I was like, oh, we're talking bands. I'm like, I should think about a few of my favorite bands. But also, we didn't necessarily say other bands. So let me lead mm. on. Let me kick off with a question. Uh, I think some of you have been in comedy groups before. I've only been in comedy groups, never in a band. Mm. But is there... Is there a band dynamic? Is it is there is there any overlap in the dynamics of that, or is there is there more of a hierarchy in a band? Like, is there a like? Uh, I guess that goes that's uh, case by case, but I'm just curious. There's definitely a hierarchy in this band because Eric is obsessed with being the dictator. He always says, "You got to do what I say." I'm the dictator of the group, <laughs> and Tom and I are more like, "Well, but let's consider other options, and maybe there's a funnier lyric or something." And he goes, "Nope, I already saved it and I printed it." Yeah, and if you disagree, you're at risk of uh, death. And, oh, uh, okay. Well, he that carries a sense. whip around. Yeah, he does have this whip that he keeps. Yeah, it, I have like a bull belt. whip. Right. That's pretty dope. Like. Uh... Commandant Lassad or whatever his name is from uh, Police Academy. Lassard is yeah. the good guy. Who's the bad I don't guy? Remember. 
I don't Proct- know. Uh, yeah, I think it's coming. Who's the guy up. who says Proctor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm 40. <laughs> Just trying to remember this. Anyone remember this movie? Uh, <laughs> remember this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. band's a lot like Police Academy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our band's podcast. like Police Academy. <laughs> We're the Police Academy of bands. No, I don't know how to answer that really, honestly. Like, what's the I dynamic think, of the group? I think it's definitely case by case where it's like, you know, Tom York, I'm sure, writes a lot of the songs, and then the rest of the guys sort of like help flush out mm-hmm. certain certain parts yeah, and they, stuff where it eventually it sounds like Radiohead, but they're or even the Beatles, like it, on Get Back, it was like Paul and John showed up. It's like, what'd you bring? What'd you bring? <laughs> and then they were teaching. That was one of the coolest moments of Get Back was watching, you know, John Lennon teach George Harrison fucking Get Back or something like that. Uh, I, was like, I wrote fun. this. Here's yeah. That's so awesome. I, I didn't watch that yet. I didn't. Uh, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but everyone's like, just watch it for artistic. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to yeah. be a huge yeah, Beatles yeah. fan. Yeah. It's just really cool to watch. Just a, it's just like the best documented creative process. And I would say it felt the most fly on the wall. It felt like you were like watching through a crack in a door. Oh, it was cool. like, how did we get footage yeah. of, of this stuff happening? Right. It it's did so feel weird. Like a secret, almost like we weren't supposed to be seeing it. Yeah. Especially because I feel like the Beatles, I'm also not a huge Beatles fan, but just to watch it and knowing how iconic and influential that band has been on everything, essentially since you know since the 60s it's just a cool thing to see yeah even if you don't love the beatles if this was get back was was 100 percent an extremely well celebrated popular humongous album right so it's it's like it's at least historical on top of that it's one of the few things it's like a documentary from way back in the day about people that are still in the dialogue now right. in like a exactly. weird way too. It's not yeah, like, totally. whoa, that's cool. I had no idea. It's like, oh, Paul McCartney still performs, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like that's like fucking three cool. Yeah. Concerts, it's, it's wild. And that was sort of like their last album really. And to see all of them have the same sort of neuroses. At one point, George Harrison just leaves because he can't sort of take how stressful it is. Yeah, you know where it's like it doesn't that that could happen nine years ago when they just started the band, and it doesn't matter how successful they were. So it's like mm-hmm. I do think there's band, something powerful. Like band, yeah. uh, there, sorry to cut you off, Eric, but yeah, there's no. something powerful about seeing someone you look up to struggle similarly to yourself. You know what I mean? Like just sure. seeing someone who you think is a genius be like, "Fuck, I'm uh, am I am I awful at this? Like, am I? Can I do that? Like, there's nothing like you're like it happens to all of us, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it really. And if it could happen to the fucking Beatles, yeah, then literally it's okay the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like every other band goes. Look, guys, we're not the fucking Beatles. Yeah, like, exactly. like that. They're, they're like the reference of a band. <laughs> a band. Like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's so and true. It's, Maybe one of the few references that like people from twenty five to seventy five will have in common, like in mm-hmm. a weird. I mean, I think at that same stretch of people might know Michael Jackson for you know, right? <laughs> uh, the younger people might know him from something else. No, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the younger people might not bring him up. Yeah, <laughs> younger people might uh, remember him as a camp counselor or something. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh, I'm sure there are some bands where it's like. It's this dude's vision, and he asks his friends who are drunk, who are play instruments, or like you know, and is like, "Look, this is what I want to go for." And it's like, it's right. blank in the blanks officially, like uh, you know what I mean? Right, you know? Huey Lewis, yeah, yeah, Dave Matthews Band, right. Yeah, but I would say for us, at least, you know, we haven't been a band for that long. Um, however, we've sort of written songs pretty much from scratch the whole way. No one really mm-hmm. ever had a 
and maybe like a content or lyrical idea. There, like I remember the first song we wrote, Vaping in Vegas, Tom was like, I have this little piano thing that I yeah. recorded. Just It's just four bars of piano. This is a weird little progression. And then from there, it goes, what does this remind you of? Let's write a song about Vegas. Right. And we and off we go. Yeah, that's awesome. Group writing. That's something like people who do sketch comedy are maybe used to and and some bands. But like, that's not something you hear about frequently, you know, of like, mm. oh, here we go. Zero. OK, so sketch idea, song idea, you know, like, come on, come on. You know, like coming mm-hmm. from zero. That's a pretty fucking wild like yeah. oh isn't it weird when like there's like a leave a penny take a penny at account like what else could you leave and take <laughs> there's something with that right what's that yeah. to the nth degree yeah. 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 leave a banana take a banana if in case yeah. you got an extra banana you leave one there okay great funny okay that's a song that's a song leave oh, yeah, a banana <laughs> take a banana yeah. leave a banana take take I, I would definitely say it's a little easier and more fun to write song lyrics than it is to like lines of dialogue in a mm. script or a sketch or something like us where it's like you really only have like one line and a melody to get there so it's sort of it's a puzzle it, it's a puzzle it's like a big Rubik's it's a group cube. puzzle yeah yeah oh that's I, fun that's because i that's a fun way to look at it also it feels like s- singing a song lyric and like tweaking a song lyric it seems more fun at least audibly to hear yes. than like okay it's what a- if he says give me my money, you fucking cunt. And it's like, I don't know <laughs> right. if that's really, that seems a little harsh for this sketch. And you're like, all right. Rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. No, but let's try it. Three, four. <laughs> Give me that money, you cunt. That's way more fun. Because right. even if it's bad, it's still kind of fun. Right. right. It's like, that, I don't know how that, I don't know how cunt sings. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, yeah, is there a fun. case, unless it's like aiming to be like played at, uh, you know, a prison facility, like a bad, <laughs> a bad song is never as bad as bad comedy. Is that possibly true? Dude, totally. We oh, refer yeah. to it as the cheat code because we, you know, most of the time we're playing shows, it's with other standups. It's like, right. you know, and there and we come on and it's immediately you can just feel an energy shift when we start, you know, playing a tune yeah. or get into a groove. Uh, so absolutely. Even if you don't find some of the stuff funny, which I think you should because it's pretty funny. But even if you don't, everyone should be having a good time regardless. Whereas right, like because it's still it, just music. And I feel like because coming at this from a purely improv perspective, like we would say that about the musical improv groups, like when they would like mm. dominate cage match in like the mid early and mid 2000s in New York, you'd be like, well, that's like cheating. Like, yes. you know, like right, the piano exactly. sounds better than me and Ben Rogers. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'd argue against that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I think like Saturday Night Live sort of was a great format where it was a couple sketches and then palate cleanser it's music yep. so it that you know even if we were just a straight up musical band with no funny lyrics you would still enjoy it right but because we write jokes it, it fits, fits even more in, in a stand that hack yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. That's fucking rad. <laughs> uh, but speaking of band dynamics, I don't know if you've seen the Eagles documentary. Oh my god, I, that's on I, that. look. When I said I'm not in, uh, not that much of a Beatles fan, put mm-hmm. that with a little exponential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, put a little exponent seven hundred yeah, <laughs> next to that the about Eagles. the fucking Listen, Eagles fan. Again, it's just about band dynamics, and okay, it's about okay, okay. watching something crazy. Because I'm also not a big Eagles guy, huge Beatles guy for sure. Eagles, uh, not my forte. Yeah. The Beagles, though, are the Beagles the, one are of the greatest. The Beagles are crazy, crazy dope, <laughs> and and they're also really good at hunting out bed bugs. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah people good, need to know that. Keep in mind. Yeah. Don't forget that. 
This documentary is great. That's all I'm going to say. Eric uh, and I often quote it. You got to check it out. It's yeah. hilarious. It's all of them are just so funny as just characters in the thing. Yeah, they're all way too rich. They're all way up their own ass and it almost helps if you don't like the eagles all that much because then you're watching it from that yeah yes (laughs) they seem way more uh yeah egotistical or whatever because when they're referring to songs it's like they're referring to you know the coliseum right Right. (laughs) they just they ran their band like a fucking basketball team was so funny where like one guy just was like too drunk and you're like all right you're out who are we getting all right joe walsh okay joe walsh is addicted to crack and lives above a cd store we need to kidnap him great now he's in the band and he pops out of a road case the end of shows and everyone loves it and like it's just wild and they just take it so seriously where glenn fry would look into the camera dead straight down the barrel and go from the years 1969 to 1972 i didn't sing leads i didn't sing lead want to know why because we had fucking don henley in our band (laughs) yeah and then they blast a clip of don henley singing live and you're like oh so this is supposed to be the coolest guy in the universe you know i don't care about don henley in the band so (laughs) funny yeah I may hate the Eagles, but I got to admit, I fucking love Don Henley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote dude. a screenplay called Boys of Summer. I wrote a screen, but it's about oh, lifeguarding. Shit. There you not, go. Not Send uh, it baseball. Over. Yeah. Sam, it'll be right over. Yeah, we'll hey, gamers, we wrote a concept album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you ever see Some Kind of Monster, the Metallica documentary? My lifestyle determines my death style. Yes. <laughs> my lifestyle. <laughs> You guys yeah. talking about that? I we so the Eagles, uh, not a fan. The Beatles, Metallica is funny because I was a fan and then fell off as I like age. As I think as I aged into okay, I don't know if I love heavy metal as much as I used to. They aged into what whatever the fuck load and and all those ones became and shit like that. Load. So it's load. <laughs> such a funny load. name for an album. So our piece called Load. Check load. out our Load, dude. <laughs> well, it wasn't the album. Wait, Ethan, didn't you tell me what the album cover of Load was? I uh, don't know. I feel like it's like cow semen or something like oh, it's that. it's like a super zoomed in version of something right it's like a yeah. microscopic uh, really cool move metallica <laughs> yeah Sick, pretty fucking hard. <laughs> thanks pretty metal metallica. Thanks, but that was one of those docs where you like you see like what you thought was like uh, you have just a whole new view of like four people that were like when you were when right. i was like 13 i saw i saw metallica at Lollapalooza or at like 14 and it was like one of the a fucking transcendent experience for a child i was there with like my friend yeah. and his dad but they played Played one, which was my favorite Metallica song, and the oh, fucking yeah. they put all the lights out. It was they went up after dark. Metallica and Wu Tang were the two headliners. So Whoa, insane fucking festival! First of all, like and both parties, so many people were booing, but so many black people were booing Metallica, and so many white people were booing. Uh, it was insane, and I'm just wow, a kid wow. who's like both of these things. Both of these bands are <laughs> iconic, guys. Every one of my school listens to both of these. Yeah. I guess I'm just young for Lollapalooza being 14, but all the lights go out and then super loud fucking foley of like the machine guns and the choppers. Yeah. Oh and they God. got like pyro and lights flashing and you're, out, you're all of a sudden you're like, it's like doctors. Ape shit. Like I broke my fucking little neck there That's and I was awesome. so obsessed. And then you watch the documentary and they all got short hair and Lars Ulrich's so mad about fucking Kazaa or whatever. And you're yeah. like, I, I, I hate fuck Kazaa. these dudes. Like, I know. <laughs> we need to stop lime 
wire. <laughs> yeah, well, that leads actually to one of the questions I wanted to get into. It, what other bands yes. are your favorite bands? What were you into at that age? When I was young, I would say like my first band that wasn't that that was like my contemporary that was like new that I got into because I, I would say Queen is my first favorite band of all time. Nice. I, I when I first saw Wayne's World, I got hooked on the song. Mm-hmm. Then my mom's, my gr- grandpa, we, we lived with my grandpa for a summer, uh, and his neighbor heard how much I like Queen, and she had two Queen CDs, Killer Queen and Classic Queen, the two, the maroon and blue, like, greatest hits albums that yep. just has, like, exclusively bangers. And she made me a mixtape that was one album on one side, one album on the other side, wow. and I listened to exclusively that. I, like, asked for a Walkman for that Christmas, so I could... But I had a boombox, but I needed a Walkman so I could listen to it to my... And I could not get a fucking enough of that ba- I I was nice. obsessed. And that... so. Oh, wow. And I learned I later learned like I've analyzed my favorite bands now and I think it's like I love theatricality and what feels like epic in a song mm. and it feels like storytelling but it also has to seem like everyone is having fun like nice. I like you know what I mean like I, I, I don't mind some of the more like like the Decemberists I think or uh, they kind of do like epic and like kind of story t- but they're a little a little more moody than I want to be like I and I like I love neutral milk hotel who feels like that too but yeah, Queen right. seems just like everything is a fucking can we like, can we do this because now I'm just curious you're getting you're naming all these bands can we just go around the three of us name a band and then you just give us like one out of ten okay on yeah. that band I just like so that. we can get an idea of where you're at good idea this is okay. fun. Tom, go ahead. We're going to kick it off with Slipknot. <laughs> okay. That's I'm going to have to give it a, a like a hard three, but very <laughs> theatrical. They got yeah, three points exactly. for theatricality. I thought you might have them there. Exactly. Uh, Radiohead. Radiohead, that's got to be like a nine. I, I'm a nerd. Right. I'm a 40. I'm white. Uh, I saw them at Madison Square Garden, was asked to leave by the security Whoa. for dancing too hard during wow. the national anthem, which is my <laughs> favorite. Radiohead. Dancing too hard? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, I think I was dancing too hard into people. Wow. <laughs> so I think what I was getting thrown out for was light assault. <laughs> battery yeah a battery show. a little triple a if you will <laughs> i heard uh about national anthem that they on one of the late night shows i don't know if this is confirmed but they were supposed to play like one of their hits and then they decided to play national anthem instead uh, and it was pretty cool i remember that, that song is too. just like so moody and crazy yeah. like that shit is just the second that comes on i'm like i'm driving this fucking car off a cliff I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For fun, though. like for a fun reason <laughs> okay what what about right. uh incubus incubus okay i think i only know the single that popped off so i, I like two two and a half okay. yeah okay below right. slipknot because i love Mask below slipknot <laughs> yeah, like, i'm a big commedia del arte yeah. guy yeah. yeah 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 that's all that's slipknot so all day queen yeah. go ahead yeah. i'll give you guys a good i'll give you guys a good uh slice here's my sirius xm channels uh oh, great, got great, great. My, my six favorites across the top <laughs> this, this is so- six favorite <laughs> sirius xm channels gabers's favorite Count down all my favorite channels. Start with number six. We got <laughs> well the moment you've been waiting for. Ozzy's Boneyard. Gamers is top 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 six. Series Raw Dog Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Howard One Hundred One. Howard Great Is It. Howard One Hundred. Howard One Hundred News. <laughs> Howard Replays. Uh, Stern Summer School with Gary Dolapate <laughs> and Rasan. Yeah, <Rassan>. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um. 
it, it goes uh, Rock the Bells Radio, which is like uh, 80s and 90s hip hop. Uh, and then it's uh, Hip Hop Nation, which is more modern hip hop. Then it's um, Fly, which is kind of like uh, classic R&B. Not classic R and B, like eighties, nineties R and B, and then um, Sirius XMU because I still love my new hipster uh, indie music, and then um, it's Yacht Rock and uh, First Wave. Like those are Ooh. like those are all kind of genres I could be happy with, and and that's, and like synthy, but that's just not a channel yet. On uh, that's on. a pretty eclectic mix. Yeah, yeah honestly, that's good stuff. Full spectrum. Bro, you live this long, uh, you know, like and I, it just my my wife is like a new music person and I like have never really been a new music person, but I'm like a, a music like I get like loyal. I get like weirdly loyal mm. yeah. and I'm just like stuck with this band and I'm like, I'll just listen to everything Arcade Fire puts out forever, even though I don't think I've liked an album in the last. But I'm still like putting yeah. on Arcade Fire on shuffle every like, you know, right. Once a week. I think that's how like Eric and I are with Coldplay. Or we're like, yeah, no matter yeah. what Coldplay puts out, we'll at least listen to it and then talk about it and then compare it to the stuff right. that we like more. <laughs> yeah. There was a golden age. Yeah. Uh, Keen was another one. Oh, Tom yeah. was saying yeah, they got Keen. another album that's great that I haven't heard. I'm excited oh about God. that. You ever listen oh. to Keen? No. Yeah. It's super like piano uh, pop. Yeah. Piano pop. Yeah. Super oh, high singer, fun. four piece piano pop. It's kind of synthy piano, too. It's It's a great sound. Their first album, I believe, their debut, Hopes and Hopes Fears. And fears yeah. We all really appreciate oh it a God. lot. It's and, like 2005. Uh, it's still, it's, I can listen to that top to tail in the morning. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. I'm putting Keen. As long as it's the morning, morning oh, and I'm sniffing my I, coffee. I just grabbed PM. something to make a note, and I just grabbed like uh, my own <laughs> <Yeah>. art. Like, <laughs> oh, and, like, nice. and I was like Turn saving up. this to get framed. Now I'm like, all right, Keen. <laughs> 2005. Yeah. Writing on your face. <laughs> Albums you'll never listen to. Yeah, you're not going to check out. No. <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't don't cross. Well, that's the look. There's a lot of drawbacks to the modernization of the music industry, but one of the positives is without moving. When we when when I hit end on the Zoom. I can be listening to that Keen album within seconds. Now that's yeah, that fucking is, rad. That is cool. crazy. Yep. It's insane. Yeah, music is industry is a horrible matrix that's designed to kill <laughs> musicians, but it is very convenient. The software is uh, is incredible. Yeah, you should try. Uh, uh, you should check out the entertainment industry. It's a little nope. It's equally no. <laughs> soul crushing and very convenient to watch anything you want whenever you want. Yes. Yeah. Although at least you don't owe them the money back once right. you get paid. You yeah. know, there's so many artists that are like, yeah, we'd like to sign you for $1 million to Columbia Records. Yep. And then you sell like five albums. You're like, great. We need $900,000 back. Yeah. I don't know if you read the whole thing, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you signed it. Yeah. Your lawyer works for us now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the mob. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, we hired your lawyer. He's yeah. our head of marketing. He's not gonna do anything for you. But <laughs> funny thing, speaking of new music and and like you were mentioning Wayne's World and stuff, like there was some data I read recently on some some music podcast. They were like, new music is down like five percent mm-hmm. due to streaming data, and old music is up like thirty percent. And it's because of like you got into Queen from Wayne's World, which is same here, um, but. Stranger Things. Everyone's listening to Kate Bush and Metallica. All these bands are having a revival now because of right. streaming and content mm-hmm. and all of this stuff, which is like, I, I'm not, I, I have new bands that I love, but it also just makes you think it was like, wow, was there, was there a moment where music was really, really good? And then there was a year where it just like, 
Yeah, what is causing that? Because I would argue, I I would pitch another hypothesis here too, is that um, the reason old music has gotten more popular lately, according to streaming, is because like my mom just learned streaming and using that as a sort of like a Data. anecdotal thing for like a unit. Right, right. I think oh, maybe in the pandemic, a lot of kids were like, look, just type Elton John right here and <laughs> click that. Yeah, right? now they do that every day. <laughs> I know. And now they're yeah. like, oh, I right. remember Chicago. And they don't know how to turn it off and it's just on repeat. So that's yeah, how they just, get yeah, millions of money. That's why it's up. <laughs> I'm glad Elton John's finally getting that ass cap money from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. a woman who a woman who has seen him live every year for like 38 years. Oh, <laughs> it also just sounds perverse for Elton John to be getting that ass cap money from your mom. <laughs> yeah, that ass cap from your mom. Something about that isn't right. And He's we gotta tapping stop it. that ass cap, dog. Tapping that ass cap. <laughs> yeah. Your mom's ass cap. My mom. Yeah. Hey, look, I, hey. everyone says EJ is gay. Joanne Gabris says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Check her ass cap. <laughs> yeah. Take a take a look under the ass cap. <laughs> hey, I think your ass cap's open. <laughs> Pulling up alongside. Hey. Hey, your, your ass, ass cap, cap is open. Hey, hey miss. Excuse me. Elton, Elton John's tour bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you listening to a podcast and right now and still don't know what HelloFresh is? Well, with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now... More than ever, we're looking for ways to save money. And HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and even cheaper than grocery shopping, too. Yes. And it's a pa- if you have a packed schedule, they got meals covered with a weekly selection of 30-plus recipes, 70-plus convenience items, all delivered to your door. And they got seasonal. So enjoy the freshest fall flavors. Uh, every HelloFresh recipe includes ripe, just-picked produce that travels from farm to your door in less than a week. So get all cozy with some delicious sweets. Uh, they got kids-friendly baking kits now. Uh, that's not for me. I can't bring too many snacks into the house or else I go nuts. Because uh, HelloFresh isn't just for dinners anymore. You can get a bunch of stuff out of it now. Now, you know I'm going to be talking about my stuffed peppers, which is what I always talk about. I just like HelloFresh for time-saving and for making my dinner decision for me. You know, I'm like, oh, I want something healthy and, f- and that's a little healthy and a little fun. Well, I get that with HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash high65 and use code high65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash high65. Use code high65 for 65% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh.com slash high65. Use code high65, 65% off and free shipping. We all wish we could turn back the clock. For some, it's vanity. Others, for glory days. For me, I would like to wake up with zero brain fog, clear mind, and as energized as I was when I was younger. Uh, You know, I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm worried about my brain. I got it. You know what? You want to protect it. Uh, It's like after seeing what happened, you know, my dad losing some of his faculties. You don't want that to happen. But thanks to first person, I could take a more active role in my brain's overall health. 
25 years of research and experimentation later, the brothers, Chris and Joe, created First Person, an innovative, precision-targeted cognitive supplement system, which uses the brain-boosting medicinal benefits of mushrooms to activate the full potential of human cognition and brain health. Uh, it uses 100% grain-free organic mushrooms, as well as a highly curated blend of noraceuticals sourced from the best in-class vendors. I am thinking of using the Moonlight supplement, which helps with sleep, because uh, I would like to just be able to wake up clear-minded and well-rested uh, and, you know, not ta tossing and turning and all that. Just, you know, take a few capsules and you get some cognitive supplements. It, it really, it uh, it works. <laughs> I mean. I do feel better, but I like, you know, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are intended to diagnose, treat, they're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That's the warning. Uh, start improving your brain health and cognition with First Person. Get 15% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code MIGHTY. That's getfirstperson.com, code MIGHTY, for 15% off your first order. Getfirstperson.com, code MIGHTY, G-E-T-F-I-R-S-T-P-E-R-S-O-N.com, uh, code MIGHTY. Here's not a band that fits like uh, mm. like Billy Joel is one of my favorite artists of all time. Right. Oh, like, yeah. That dynamic is probably the band where he's, you know, he's kind of steering the ship. He's he's steering the Downeaster Alexa and the rest oh. of them are, you know, hitting the oars or the sails or whatever Liberty DeVito needs to do for the situation. Well, actually, I mean, yes, you're right. But it's funny how even with pre prescribed roles, success can derail that stuff because liberty devito quit the band because he was like i need songwriting credit for uptown girl and all these songs and billy joe was like fuck you i wrote that shit because i write the songs it's like yeah but i came up with the drum beat and the, this arrangement thing and this thing and it's like no you're out of the band he, <laughs> he kicked him out and then he made a documentary called hired gun about <laughs> the entire situation another music yeah. doc wreck Oh, yes. shit. oh shit that's so, but awesome. it's funny because it's called billy joel but you know it's you know like for instance coldplay speaking of them mm. or bands like you too sometimes what they'll do is chris martin or bono or whoever will write 90 percent of the song but split the writing credit equally amongst right. green everybody. day the same yes yeah that's that's probably the right move for longevity Mm -hmm. yes you know yeah, like uh, or me or maybe and like this is this is i'm just stoned and i have like light uh spectrum tendencies with numbers so here's my pitch is like if like in that situation uh billy joel gets uh you know 50 percent of the songwriting credit and then the band splits 50 percent or something like that oh, you know yeah. some i'm version, sure he would have been happy with that yeah, if, yeah, he would have yeah. loved that. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, sure he would have. The rest of the band might have. But I'm saying, like, if you if you come to this pre-ascribed moment where it's like, look, dude, right. I'm the one going away, writing all the albums and, and shit like that, and like, mm -hmm. and I get it, and you guys bring a lot to it, but like, you know, like story by credit, but I get screenplay, like, uh, like right, that, right, right. Of, that kind of situation. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, I think split evenly amongst everybody but like then you're crazy like then it's like you got the the guy who just like shakes the maraca like arcade fire doesn't play it like that they're not like hey right. guy with the bucket and the spoon yeah, yeah there's too many slices <laughs> of that pie wait a minute yeah. bucket spoon guy's not getting credit yeah, yeah i need a slice spoon guy. <laughs> bucket spoon man <laughs> come to go 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Most of the time, I just don't know about these things. But I did know about uh, Green Cold Day play. doing that, oh, which I always Day. thought yeah. was cool. Yeah. I think uh, that's the move, especially if you if your band is three or four people. It's like, look, oh, mm-hmm. and especially now, you're like, look, guys, none of us are getting rich doing this. Let's at least get equally rich. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like no one is gonna, like we're not. No one's getting anything cool in music or entertainment anymore. So let's at least keep it fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, all, we're all getting happen. on the Titanic. Let's at least not have first yeah. class seats on the boat. Yeah, like, we're all competing. <laughs> we're all competing with an 85 year old woman flipping a water bottle onto a table <laughs> on tiktok but so i'm not gonna even the playing field here yeah yeah <laughs> and she's not that woman is, is making less money than po- you know like a podcaster like it's just so complex like the, stealing <laughs> like attention isn't money anymore like it's so complicated to yeah. like make money in without like even selling out doesn't make money anymore. Like doesn't make like real money anymore. It's like no. if, if you if you guys were like, yeah, go ahead, Halliburton, use our song in your new commercial. Right. It would Here's five still, grand. Yeah, exactly. It would still <laughs> yeah. not be like life changing money. But back in the day, no. it would be like, oh yeah, like a rock uh for Chevy. Like they that shit fucking printed money for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get it. Oh man. Like yeah. a rock. That guy's yeah. got Houses on houses, bro. Yeah, Who did that? It sounded Dwayne, like Brian Adams or something. It was Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, it was Dwayne Johnson. He wrote it when he was that was before his rap career. He wrote it when he was seven, actually, which is you know, he's just incredible. It's about drive. Wait, who is who is your I know who I know who it was. Who was the guest that you said back there? Because it was right. You said you said uh Brian Adams. Yeah. Mm. It's it's very close to Brian Adams shit. Um very raspy. It's uh older though. Uh silver bullet, Bob Seeger. It's Seeger. Yeah, but it's a similar sound. They seem like spiritual descendants. That that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like, yeah. But did he write it? Because that guy. Oh, the guy who wrote I, it made more money, probably. Maybe. Well, that's how it works. If you if you wrote if you wrote the song, they're like I don't, I don't know how boring this is going to be, but it's how <laughs> it's how fucked up the music industry is. It's like yeah, it's like fifty percent of the song goes to the writer, and then fifty percent goes to the master recording. Wow. Yes. So it's it's kind of fucked. Well, right. So then you got to hope that like someone in the band is writing it. But like so these Mm. pop stars who have like teams of people writing for them. Yes. It's like the Arcade Fire splitting. Uh, Spoon Man is getting two percent. Bucket Spoon Man. Bucket Spoon Man. Sorry. Please don't get it confused. (laughs) Um, What about the killers like killers? What about Foo Fighters? Yeah. Killers. Uh, Foo Fighters. Good questions. Oh. Okay, I, I I liked the Killers for a while when they came out. Foo Fighters, I, Foo Fighters and Red, I put Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers in, in a similar category for myself, wow. where it's like, uh, and, and not in similar uh, styles, but in similar. My opinion towards them is just like I'm not telling someone to turn them off. But I'm not seeking out their <laughs> shit either. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like, oh gotcha. yeah, the pepper. Like and and they're recognizable. The peppers. And they're like, oh, oh the pepper. that's the fucking peppers. Hey, great, we got peppers. <laughs> oh great, I, I, I got the peppers. I like the bell peppers. peppers. I got the I've fucking. Oh, well, you got the sausage right here. Bring the peppers, sweetheart. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, pepperoncinis. <laughs> uh, so like those are two bands where I'm like, oh cool, and uh, I, but I don't fuck. I I I'm not like okay. hyped. Just yeah. curious. They're sort yeah. of like Coldplay, where they they had a golden age yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure but definitely. i'll i'll listen to everything new and compare it and be oh, like this is not as good i have yes. no desire to like if, if it comes like Check in 
Yeah. No, yeah. not me. Uh, not me. Cool. Sorry. Uh, not sorry. Me. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> See you guys. Click. And I don't know how to hang me. this up, actually. <laughs> My assistant does everything. <laughs> Art what i'm done this is going to be an ai generated podcast from now on god help me if i could automate a bunch of fucking hundred dollar gigs a month and just fucking <laughs> coast yeah. that would just be so sick it. and yeah. just be like gabrus wants you to uh engage with his hologram for an hour uh for, <laughs> you can plug you can plug your ep and all that but yeah. he just needs you to sit on zoom with his hologram for one hour and kind yeah. of teach yeah. it the human nature <laughs> and language right oh man the future is now automating podcasts. That's that's the next step. That's the next industrial. It's got to be. We're soon. close. That'd we're close amazing. to it. We're, this is the golden age of podcasts. You guys specifically humans. have been working on this for a while. I yeah, guess. we haven't been rehearsing. We haven't been writing songs, but we are close to making an AI podcast. Yeah, everybody no, goes, not. why don't you have more songs? Why don't you have more songs? Well, you yeah. try making yeah. a fucking AI podcast. <laughs> exactly. We sh- okay, so the to-do list, now we know. Flip the order. Write songs. Then we'll do the AI podcast. Nice. Okay. That's a good idea. Good idea, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fucking smart. That's fucking yeah. smart. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, uh, here's a question for, like, how much effort goes into a band? And I'm sure this is a case-by-case scenario, too, because I've been in some comedy groups where it's like, hey, yeah, w- let's get up. Let's write. And then you're, like, casually writing or casually getting booked on stuff. But then I've been on comedy groups where it's like, hey, every Sunday night from, like, 6 p.m. till question mark, we're writing. And then we're mm-hmm. always putting up sketches Thursdays here or whatever. Like, yeah, we're, we're definitely more wolves fall. And then also like, yeah. Uh, and then there are some people who are like, uh, le- like my me and my writing partner working on a screenplay together. We met every day for like four hours. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just squeezed in three or four hours every Monday through Friday for like two months. Super and, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So where like I, where do where do wolves fall or uh, have you been in other ba- other bands that had different dynamics and shit like that? Yeah, I, I think that's one of my favorite things about the band slash my guys over here, my boys, is that it's more the second one you were saying where things are scheduled out. Things are, okay, this week we're going to meet three times and we're going to go for, you know, three, four hours each time. We're going to write the, you know, here's the itemized list of like, here's our to-dos. Um, That's what I, I was going to ask all... next. Wait, can you, can I just do like a dumb hosting and go expand on that? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm very curious about that. Is it like, <laughs> bro, we got to finish up. We got to finish up. Remember we were trying to tighten up the, that third yeah. verse of this song. And it's like, also Tom has that uh, piano riff that we wanted to maybe uh, yep. beat yes. out some bits for. And then it's like, and yep. remember that dumb thing we like improvised during the show on Wednesday, we should like try to expand on that. So it's like, you got that in like your Google doc and then everyone like Wednesday, 6 p.m. comes around, you guys get together, and it's just like, all right, what should we kick it off with? You're nailing it on the head that, right that's now. That's literally what we did this morning. We we said, hey, let's show up at Tom's at nine, and then we'll start working through the checklist. And the first <laughs> thing was like, answer these two emails that we've been meaning to answer, and then tighten up the third verse of Jim, yeah. which is the new song. Oh hell yeah! And, Saying and tighten time, up the third verse is like dream guess like for me to yeah, say dude, like, that, I, that, that's that like the three bullseye. things i know about music you <laughs> nailed it that's a music thing people are working on the third verse a lot yeah yeah, yeah. it's the last one usually so you it's know the it takes oh, the longest. yeah that's right. it's the hardest one it takes the longest to get yeah took us the longest to get it jesus did. christ yeah i feel like we're definitely um more active than uh a lot than some other bands that i've been in where i, I also am a firm believer now having been in multiple situations that you really do get what you give like i don't 
know of a lot of artists or bands that just meet whenever they fucking want to and then they blow up. Right, right. Because, exactly. You know, yeah. it's like it's usually as a result of, you know, ours. And, and I feel like with us, it's like we're trying to find the balance between a marathon and a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, tempo training. Like, tempo uh, tempo training. High, yeah. uh, hit yep. high intensity interval training, kind of. Well, high you don't want to be sprinting. You want to be mid distance. So we're talking 800 meter repeats, maybe. Correct. Yeah. Yes. That's accurate. Sorry, Correct. sports is what I actually do know, and it turns out maybe you guys don't. The based on your reaction to me saying, that. I definitely know the the least out of the three of us. I'm in the fucking woods. Dude. All of you guys no are like, uh, I know about basketball pretty much. That's it, and uh, boxing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I like basketball. That's what as well, Eric but... says before he knocks you out in a bar fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I like and I'm also into and boxing. boxing and a little bit of boxing slow mo <laughs> as you punch. And then they go three, seven, seven, six. <laughs> those, those are combos. Those I are think combos those are like combos. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we get kicked out of most bars because of Eric, but I mean he's so good at what he does, and he's he needs to train. Look, well, every when, when I hear the national a... anthem, I just start beating people up. Yeah, he's so. really patriotic, super patriotic yeah. guy. <laughs> every band so needs a drummer. And every band needs uh, someone who could fight. And yeah. if you yes. get someone who's both, you're mm-hmm. in you keep like fucking Flynn, dog. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> dude, you keep them. Eric's yeah. the rock, dude. Eric's the spine. <laughs> we just touch feet. Eric's the violent spine, and Tom and I just touch feet. You guys don't need to know that, but now you do. <laughs> now you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the structure is important, and I like it a lot. I think uh, it's just nice to see the progress, too. It's just nice to see, like, oh, last week, these were the things on our list. We knocked all these things out. That feels nice. You know, it's like a it's almost like gamifying it in a way, I guess. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is like sports too. It's like that's our. This is our practice. This is yeah, our practice. it's like look, we, we have three, training. We have three rehearsals, three practice, three practice sessions, whatever you guys call it. And it's like, mm-hmm. and here are the, some of the long term goals we're bang we're heading towards, and here's some right. of the shit that kind of has like needs to be taken care of right now. Like right. We need to get back. In, yeah. If we can do that gig, uh, should we ask that director to shoot a music video with that? Like all that shit that's going on. Uh, now, is there ever a time where you guys are like? Uh, nah, I, I forgot. Let's just fucking jam. Like, is there is there oh, yeah. something, or is there like video game? Is there some version like for me and <laughs> for me and my writing partner when we were coming up in the twenties in our tw- in the nineteen twenties in the nineteen twenties <laughs> in the roaring in the roaring twenties yeah. <laughs> when we were bootlegging and writing sketch comedy together. <laughs> no, but but we would be like at like four thirty if we were just absolutely tapped to be like we have to we have to figure this out and it's like. How about instead we don't? <laughs> it's just like let's go to the bar or like let's go do this dumb thing we want to do. Like because yeah. sometimes you got to do that, right? And and what is that for the wolves? The wolves. Yeah, what's our down. fun thing? I guess we haven't. We honestly haven't really done that actively yet. I think mm. I will say though we do hang out a lot outside of rehearsing. Yes. So I feel like uh, we do get that scratch thing, like, that itch a little bit. Yeah, there. we see yeah. movies together. We go. Yeah, when it's in here, it's work yeah. time, I guess. Yeah, when but we're I will say that we also do the first thing you said, which is sometimes it's like, fuck it, let's just plug in all our shit and jam. Let's just create a few grooves. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see if we can just make some musical that that we like. But that, uh, that usually happens. Like, oh, sorry, you go. No, no sorry, go ahead, dude. No, dude, you're the guest. You're the I, fucking I, guest. No, no, hey, you, hey, guys you, just, you, you, you no, take it. No, you take it, then okay. I'll take it. Then once you're done, I'll take it again. All right, cool. Wait, you take usually, it twice? 
wait, are yeah. you going first and yeah, second, you know, or am I going first? You'll go first and, third? and I'll go. I noticed you said that you right. planned on speaking again. I'll go again, right? I'll go twice after okay. I speak the first I'll time. Speak the second. Do you guys remember right. what you were going to say? I have. It is. I, I am losing. I currently okay. it's it's slipping out of my mind. But it's no. Slipping. Good but call. that's one of my. That's one of the most jealousy-inducing things about band versus comedy, about music versus comedy, is the jam ability. Now, of course, you can like. Comics will say like sitting around and like riffing punchlines for Ethan's <laughs> new hat is like okay like that's not jamming the music the gro- like even Ethan describing it as finding a few grooves I I a, a group of friends of mine these Cape Cod guys uh, that grew up there we we used to go there every summer and just like visit his mom's house and stay there and one event was always like there was like three musicians in the family and then like three other musicians who would visit and they would just like open the garage door everyone would sit in the driveway and all the musicians uh would just you know just start playing shit eventually maybe someone would try to like sing us but mostly and it was so thrilling to watch like yes. a disparate group of people that like don't all know like finding wow. it and that's that's got to be so cool to be like just watching it rules so being able to do it must fucking that totally. must feel fucking good I, and I will say, I mean, I know you're trying not to to argue that it's not like comedy, but I would argue watching you do improv with Neil Casey and, you know, a, a bunch of amazing and Gemberling is like that. You guys are trying to find something and you guys are right. all jamming on an idea in front of people and you're presenting this thing and coming up with something new. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I guess I guess for me, what I get what I'm thinking is like that is still inherently a performance. You know what I mean? And like, and I guess I used to do improv rehearsals back in the day, but it never really had that energy of like, cause a band Mm -hmm. rehearsal is one thing. And then there's like just jamming with your boys is another thing. So I guess for comedians, that is just doing bits like, right? Like at at the bar doing bits or whatever. Standing in a circle with a beard doing bits. However, I will say there's a lot of comedians that are also musicians because it's a similar enough thing that you can learn and participate in very quickly it's a sister art for sure there's like yeah yeah yeah. so i would just you know say that if it makes you jealous at all that there are jams you know you can just come over and grab a bass and it's like you'll you'll jam with us honestly you know (laughs) there's nothing stopping you from jamming is what we have i we have technically uh, jam together in that live show. Oh, uh, see, there you go. Yes, yeah, yeah. True. the one we did at Hyperion. Is that was yeah, that yeah, yeah, Hyperion? Hyperion. Yeah, yeah. And that was really fun. We I had so much fun. We were like trying to figure. And then the pandemic happened, right? Like right, right. after. Right. Because we were Soon like after because yeah, of we it. Were, yeah, because of it. I brought it. Well, I didn't want. I didn't want to do the show live in Wuhan, and you guys were all about it. <laughs> I just like Buster Rhymes so much. I thought I could like work that into an intro. Wuhan, Wuhan. <laughs> I got you all. And check. Uh, <laughs> you all. That's great. Uh, that uh, I. By the way, let's do that. Let's find. Ex- let's great. find an excuse to do a live show where we can get paid to Dude. to jam Dude, on that'd stage. That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah just come out and yell stuff, and it'll be like we're jamming. <laughs> right. You know. All right. I'll, I'm actually going to pitch you guys something off air, and then we'll uh, we'll talk. Ooh, we'll talk okay. about that. Idea. Love that yeah. teaser for our next episode. <laughs> it's like, hey here. guys, I got this suitcase. <laughs> I got this dresser that needs to move. <laughs> 
like a big bitch. It's so <laughs> heavy. And I refuse to stay uh, on yeah. Guys, I, and uh, I keep teasing I need a place it like to it's going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tease it you. like it's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I need to sleep somewhere for so 10 check days. Check this out. I'm, uh, my, le- my landlord sold the place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and in order to get I, bought out, I, I can't be squatting. So if I can just <laughs> crash wherever you guys. And jam, of course, man. I yeah, love yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jam. If you can add me to your lease for one month, I got a pitch for you. I heard you have a shed. <laughs> uh let Tom, you had yeah. an idea. Yes, you don't yeah, too, technically. He's got it. He's got well, it. Well, and that was not relevant anymore. What I was gonna say was that's the fine. Jamming none, none of this is actually relevant in the long this run. No, we're not recording this. at all. <laughs> I would say correct me. Yeah, we're not recording this at all. We're just talking. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is just this is not inherently a performance. This is us jamming. A right. We're jamming. We're jamming. Guys, right this now. is the podcast. Is and the I podcast. hope you like jamming too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. We're jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. We're jamming. And we're like three little birds here yeah. talking on your podcast. That's exactly right. We're jamming. <laughs> so you were saying, Tom? Okay. Yeah. We're Tommen. Yeah, we're Tommen. I Tom hope you like Tommen too. Tom. I hope you like Tommen too. Tommen. We're Tommen. We're Tommen. We're Tommen. I'm a Tommen with you. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, now we know uh, well I was going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the times that we've jammed have always been after we finish putting the first bow on a new tune. Because I feel like whenever we're working on a tune, like the song that we just kind of finished today, we've been working on for like the past seven rehearsals. It's just been like a tough a white whale, the, a white whale. And now it's I think it's it's very funny. It, it was fun to get there. But I find that we don't usually launch into just fucking around finding grooves until we lock something down. That's kind of been bothering us for a little oh, while. It's fine. You got to eat your vegetables. If eat you right. veggies. Yeah, yeah. The more yes. of a celebratory jam. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. That that I like that. Now, did you have two ideas, Tom, or is that both of them tied in? Yeah, because you did. I recall that. Yeah, you wanted a little Oreo situation, right? No, that was it. I think that was just a dumb <laughs> bit that I was doing after uh, uh, okay. deciding who was going. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, what did I say about doing dumb bits on this podcast? Uh, Come on, do it. be cool. Yeah. No, be How cool, do you guys man. like my my current uh, lighting setup? Up yeah, the I I so honestly, it makes me feel way better because I've been in that exact situation so many times <laughs> yeah. that now I'm like, all right, well, if it happens to Gabriel, blind. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. I'm like, man, am I, I getting a fucking headache from this? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you're getting sun directly into your you're eyes. Shouting you're while you have a beam stuff. of light. Oh, I just needed to close my blinds, it turns out. <laughs> um, let me throw it back to you guys. Question you asked me. Uh, when you were putting together this band, I, I know you guys have all known each other a really long time, but was there elements of like, this is the kind of sound we're going for. Cause like sense of humor is one thing. Like you're like, Oh, me and this person vibe. We both think the same thing is funny. Like, I think we could build from that, but I'm wondering like musically, how does that go of like, I mean, I mean, I met Ethan and uh, Eric, like, what is it? Eight years ago or whatever. You yeah, guys, a long yeah. time ago now, a long time ago. And you guys, wild. Are, yeah, I know, but yeah, no, actually we, so Eric and I go super way back. As you know, we, I, I met Burke? Tom, uh, before honestly yeah. pre-burke the, the florida the floor yeah south florida oh shit so we go like super way back but then tom i was introduced to via the internet somebody basically introduced us and then we <laughs> met in like january 
of this year and started jamming the you know the band really wasn't a band until like march i only met eric in february on our first jam together. Rehearsal. Yes. <laughs> it was a blind jam yeah, when Ethan was like dude because Ethan and i we became very fast friends when i got to la and then he was like you gotta meet eric and i came to la as a fan of ethan and eric's old band and so when i met eric and jam with eric i was so nervous because i was like i'm fucking jamming with uh the cooties right now, basically. And I love the cooties. Yeah. And, and Eric so specifically fun. is a fucking crazy talented drummer. Yeah. So it also just, I think from a musician standpoint, because I still feel that and I've known Eric forever and nice. we'll be jamming. And I'm like, man, I really got to fucking shape up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all. Well, well, there you go. That's a good starting seed. If two people of the band were in a band that the third person liked that's a sign right. of some yeah, similar right. taste Bingo. and yes. luckily yeah. we all have a very similar sense of humor yes yeah. um which is and- now now we're talking maybe eric and ethan your sense of humor de- uh developed alongside each other a little bit but to meet a stranger and have that that's like that's yes. some fucking oh yeah uh, that's that's a swipe right. Which one's the good one? I don't even know. I've, <laughs> I've been with my wife for 20 years. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, it was like it was like way. a square peg in a square hole. Like, you know, like <laughs> uh, the right shape. Tom peg. put his peg in the hole in my hole. And it was like incredible. Yeah, yeah. it was like exactly what I thought, what I didn't know I needed. Yeah. Now, but what you was, thought was a debilitating medical condition, which is your perfectly square, square asshole and rectum exactly. is yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You were so stressed about that for so long now you're learning it's an asset an right asset. now it's my superpower yeah, yeah. um Just but I, I will say when you're doing comedy music not only do your uh comedic senses sensibilities have to line up but also your musical sensibilities have to line up and i will say with uh, mine and ethan's old band the cooties our sort of superpower i think sort of shot us in the foot sometimes where we sort of tried skewering all different types of music where we wrote a country song we wrote an EDM song. We wrote a this song. We wrote yeah. a that song. And it was like impressive because we're all professionally trained musicians, but we didn't have a sound, you yeah. know? So with this band. And you weren't we developing all, a sound along that way right. either. And yeah, so now we're all like, great. How can we hone our sound? What are our favorite bands? Just like, what are your favorite comedy movies? What are your favorite comics? But right. for us, like we like Daft Punk. We like the Killers. We like the Strokes. We love right. the uh, white stripes. I, we like- I've seen the Strokes so many times. I, I love them. Uh, if if you, if they were like a New York if they were like a New York indie rock band in like uh, the mid aughts, yeah, like two, yeah. if they were two thousand and four to two thousand and twelve, I saw you like live. Yes. I saw I, I was at uh, Radio City oh. when White Stripes and. Uh, Oh the strokes god, were playing together. Show? Oh my yeah. god. Fucking Jeez. one of the best where uh wow. they would flip flop who headlined, but uh the strokes got to headline in New York and it was fuck- Oh my god. I saw Regina Spector open for the strokes like four times on, yeah. on different tours, man. man. Like you're talking to a couple strokes nuts. Definitely. Great fucking great great yeah. fucking album. Great fucking oh, yeah. I mean, great band. Oh my god. But that first great album, I just fucking the first did. album is perfect. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I would say the first two were perfect. Yeah, yeah, he, I'll Eric give you might, that. Eric might I, be right on that. that. The first two fucking wall to wall carpeting, man. I fucking. Oh love yeah. It. yeah, it's a fucking bait shop. <laughs> it's a GD bait shop <laughs> with hooks everywhere. Uh, but yeah, we try. We try to have a sound. We're trying to go for like an '80s throwback rock band thing. And Hell yeah! Sort of all the songs are on the outskirts of that. I yeah, think. so it's like we. It's not like we have to write this '80s song today, but it's more like. Hey, here's the sound that we're creating with this project, this band. This is the thing that we're trying to 
express to the world. And I and I guess on like a on a single level, I'm like working on one song that kind of makes it a little bit more organic than like, okay, we need a funny idea for a you know a mm-hmm. uh, a ballad. In this case, it's like, hey, I'm working. I, I this is a beat I've been thinking about. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like or whatever. Yeah. You can now that you all know where. You're you're playing under the same umbrella of sound ideas or, you know, of like technique right, or whatever. Infinite. Yeah, it's right. not infinite. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are like it can you can be a little more free with it in that moment. Yeah. It's not like it's you could be like, all right, pop song. And like everyone just start riffing. <laughs> like, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm um, so intrigued by like, uh, again, like I said about music documentaries process, like I'm so intrigued mm-hmm. by this process. This is well, so it's fun. both things you mentioned, too. It's not, you know, sometimes somebody will come in with it. That's also what I think is so great and just like equal. It feels about our band is that some some days Tom will come in, like Eric said, with a piano idea and will instantly be like, oh, let's jam on that. Let's make that a song. Or Eric will come in and be like, what if we had a song about this thing? And then we start with the premise and then it's like, right. okay, well, yeah, that song could sound like this. That one's more right. fun or funky. Or we go through voice notes. Cause sometimes we'll just send right. each other voice memos of like, and we're like, that's something. What's that thing you said two weeks ago? Oh, that's so The idea of two fully different angles to attack an art form is very intriguing as well. Like the idea of like, uh, Oh, Ethan, that thing you said about like we still don't we don't need that many sugar packets at the diner or whatever like that. It, like too many sugar packets at the diner is a funny. Oh, OK. It's like, yeah. And then what if it's like a sort of crooner sound, you know, and then, then you exactly. go from there. But you can also come in and just be like, listen to this beat I came up with in the shower. Right. Like, right yeah. And like build right. from there. See, and that's then you'll so jam on that. Sick. And then someone will yell out something funny d- during the jam. Someone yells something out that makes all of us laugh. And it's like, let's follow that. Let's see what that kind of Yeah. Yes. And now you're in a territory I can wrap my head around of like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I understand the genre of a song. Like, I know like it has to fit a certain, I can't sing. I'm not musical at all, but I can build in that thematic and like uh, the, the premise of the, you know, that's the, that's where the, rubber hits the road for me i could not think of an expression <laughs> and i just said something i've never said before no that was wrong <laughs> when the rubber hits the road <laughs> it does sound like a spruce or seeker yeah. song yeah, yeah. It's it's a a brian adams sort of song yeah, brian yeah. Adams. we should when write that down I memorized the summer of 69 in like seventh grade or whatever when it came out and i fucking loved yeah. that song yeah. and i song didn't even kid. know about 69 yet. yeah that was actually we, we were talking about that song recently um we were talking about bands that covered right old classic songs like i i, I first heard the summer of 69 when fucking or boys uh, of summer the ataris, the ataris covered it right uh, like I, ataris I and the me, me first and the gimme gimmies like right. when i was in high school they were doing like ska and like yes punk yes. dude i love those yeah. oh yeah those like, tracks that's how i first heard like come on eileen was save ferris did a cover of that yeah, right movie. right yeah yeah, yeah. or um alien what was the other farm one? too was the oh, smooth alien criminal. Farm. Smooth criminal. huge alien and farm's biggest hit by far is smooth criminal by michael, michael jackson, jackson. <laughs> yeah like that's wild just, just I'm, I'm not gonna lie i think the alien and farm version is better we all we, we said all that. said that. We were, that's what we were saying. It's faster. It, it like hits a little harder. It's, yeah, it's wild. And, and, and let's give it to him. MJ's got a few other bangers, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> no, and he's a great guy. And I heard he was a great guy. Yeah, and I nice love his guy. documentary, Finding Neverland. <laughs> I'm so gl- so glad they found it. 
Yeah. I'm glad they finally found it. Clearly they found it and everyone was happy. Yeah, that was one of my favorite music documentaries. Finding Neverland. Finding Neverland. Yeah. About the making of Thriller, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah. love process. People. And I love process. I love the process. Michael Jackson's Trust the process. process. Intriguing. Oh, you know what's a good music documentary? Um, The Dandy World. Dig. Love uh, Dig. I haven't dig seen is Dig. Really- I've seen it either. Really oh, great. All right. Yeah, yes. and it's not really a process doc, but it's about like two different. Is it Black Rebel Motorcycle Club? And no, it's the-, uh, the Brian Jonestown Massacre and the Dandy Warhols. And actually, when you say that, it's a lot like the movie uh, Jerry Seinfeld Comedian. Oh, that? Yes. There was like Jerry Seinfeld, incredibly and Orny, successful, and Orny, and Orny Adams. Adams, who was <laughs> yeah. sort of like failing, essentially, <laughs> at being a stand-up, and they captured it beautifully. And this one was about two... You know, what what would you call them? Like post-punk sort of like grungy bands. Yeah. One was doing incredibly well. And the other one was like still squatting in a house and addicted to acid and but still like playing the same bills. It was really it was really great. It's a it's a really well made doc, too. And uh, I'm really attached to it for or maybe this was. Is there a Flaming Lips doc as well? Did I see? Yes. In in one of these two docs, maybe the Flaming Lips one or 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 dig. Uh, Gibby Haynes, the lead singer of Butthole Surfers, is one of the like uh, talking heads talking about probably the. I think he would fit in better with the Dandy Warhols like that level. So he he's probably in in Dig, and in the moment when he's talking to camera, Butthole Surfers, I only know their one song. I never really listened to them. Uh, I'm watching, and I'm like, to me, I'm watching with my na- now wife, then girlfriend. I'm like, Tiff is. Isn't that the guy who lives across the street from us and is always out looking strung out walking his dog? And that's when I learned that I lived had lived across the weird guy in my neighborhood with the crazy scrappy dog was Gibby Haynes from Butthole Surfers. I had been been giving him the like we've seen each other too many times this neighborhood nod for like seven years. And I finally was like the next time I saw him, I was like, Butthole Surfers, fuck. You know, and just kept walking. That's awesome. Actually, when I used to live in the Lower East Side, there was I lived very close to Julian Casablancas from The Strokes, and it was like seeing a unicorn. Like once every two months, I'd see him, and he would be walking his baby, like in a stroller, and for an early morning walk. But the way he would walk was like a fucking runway model, and he was dressed like to the nines, coolest fucking guy. He was like this. He was like in a stroller, like this. <laughs> Uh, for the listeners, Eric is demonstrating a sort of like right shoulder lean back, very, very choice, a choice gate. He's making yes, a yeah. big choice with his gate. Yes, it was. But very those motherfuckers cool. are getting their pick. Like I'm learning about th- that motherfucker's at risk of getting his photo taken anytime he leaves his house. Yeah. Like that must drive celebrities up a fucking wall. It's like, oh man, I got a fucking pimple. It's like someone yeah. else has to go get breakfast today <laughs> like i can't right. yeah. or uh, even the pressure sweats. to be really nice oh. like to everybody because that you know there was actually a some interview with weird al where he was like someone asked him like why are you so nice to everybody like you're incredibly giving and incredibly nice and takes every photo shakes every hand he's like because i don't want some fucking guy to be like yeah i met weird al he was a dick because that gets around <laughs> Right, that's low key what we're all doing every interaction. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to take four pictures of uh, with uh, you. Okay, yeah, totally. I'm at Vegas cool. with my mom. Yeah, I'll take a mi- take a minute to talk to you <laughs> about guy code or whatever. Fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ever just. I've gotten here's a forty year old man skill that I've gotten. Hey man, it's been great, but I just got to keep 
the ability to do that now. Oh, dude, good to see you, Ethan. But I, I should probably try to say hello to a few more people before I get out of here. Like, oh, my, yeah. once you develop that, that's like you can walk into a party with like feeling like, you know, martial Armor. arts, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can, like, walk, uh, I, like, you, like you're walking into a street fight. You're just like, I'm not worried about getting trapped by any of these motherfuckers. I know yeah. how to nicely escape because you get social yeah. anxiety when you're like, I don't know how to end this. This person doesn't know how to end this. And yeah. when you end it, the relief the other person feels is so sure. real. You can see them go like, everyone out. Yep. Yeah, All you're doing is helping you. Yeah. I, I do not have that skill. Thank so you, you guys need to teach me how to do that. Yeah. It's easy. Just repeat to yourself this. Just practice this. Just go, uh, hey, John, you look great. I love those shoes. I need to use the bathroom immediately. <laughs> do that every time. Yeah. Bathroom, honestly, that's like, that's not a template. That's do not replace any of those specific <laughs> names yeah. or anything. Madly. Like, word for word learn. I can't go fecal matter is falling out of my perfectly square <laughs> asshole. I need to go. <laughs> These goddamn circular turds are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> These goddamn circular turds are going to kill me, Jonathan. I need to depart. I need to evacuate. They that's like someone's Manchurian candidate. It's like it activates like an MK Ultra. <laughs> I must kill the president of San Juan before tiny circular shits leak out of my square butt. Jonathan must kill Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. It's Enrico Palazzo. It's Enrico Palazzo. Ah <laughs> oh, man, Naked Gun, great fucking movie. Oh, um, yeah. One of not those. a music doc. No, not a music doc. Just a, a regular doc, good like film. Not one of my, my favorite OJ docs. It's really crazy to just have OJ in that movie. It's really it's, fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best. He kind of killed that. in that movie. It was funny. Yeah, he, it worked. He's really good in that movie. Dude, apparently I there's an unaired TV pilot. Of a show called like Commandos or Frogman or something about Navy SEALs. And it never came out because OJ stars in it and he like slits someone's throat in the show. <laughs> it's either he slits someone's throat or he like plays with a knife in a in a threatening way. He does something where where the network was like First of all, we have to cancel the show because of who OJ is officially now, but also also put uh, this in a safe underwater. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like <laughs> shoot this to the fucking moon, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Trap this in a salt mine under the earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Put this in the bottom of my gym bag. Hey. I'll never find it, you fat fuck. <laughs> Put this in a salad. Put this at the bottom of the salad bar. I bet you I never get to it. <laughs> I bet you get another to it. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, so, Wolves of Glendale. Rumor has it you guys got an EP coming soon, huh? The rumors are true. Rumors are true. Are true. We're going to be releasing song by song. Like you said, we're going to try to do some music videos uh you you mentioned that because i it's on our to-do list and i was like oh yeah gabrus is right yeah can we, we can do we things the, to get can to we drop the name of the ep is that i think so yeah i think so right Shit. Now working... uh, scoop high and mighty yeah. the like yeah. low, the lowest is... fucking lowest hanging fruit we just got a exclusive. fucking scoop this is a high and mighty exclusive right now exclusive exclusive i'm sorry exclusive the working title for now, smart. Calling the working title, smart. Case Wolves of Glendale EP coming sometime this fall, hopefully September, maybe October. 
I'm dot dot songs in the key of wolf. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So I'm going to become a, a, a celebrity super fan of Wolves of Glendale to the point where I'm going to make you text me. Hey, man, could you skip the next one? Like, I'm going to be so annoyed. I want to have to break a weird part of our friendship where Ethan has to be like, I'll, t- I'll text him. I'll, I'll text oh, him. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, guys. The, the show's actually sold out. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm always asking for 12 tickets. Can I get Throw a me on the list, plus- Johnny G plus 12. <laughs> Bring in all the apostles tonight, brother. <laughs> so, guys, Gabrus wants to come with the apostles again, or should I put him on the list, or do we think it's no? Like every time he says he's bringing the apostles, he just shows up by himself. Yeah, right. and he so, like, he, but he likes takes a whole section and says, "I'm saving those seats." Yeah, they're all yeah, taped right. off. No right. Yeah, he it. buys bottle service for them, and no one shows up. <laughs> he and just drinks the bottles. Then he tries to smarter. return the bottles. He's always telling the bar, "Like, I actually don't want I these." Don't want and them. they're like, <laughs> he's always shocked by how much it costs. Trying to get store credit at the bar. <laughs> Right, he's trying to trade a bottle of Patron for merch. Like I don't trying to get store credit at the Virgil. Hats and a sweatshirt instead of the bottle of Patron. Everyone at the Virgil fucking hates him, so I don't feel like we should put him on the list anymore. He left with a jar of fucking olives last time and thinks he got a good deal. (laughs) He took he took ninety maraschino cherries with him. By the way, speaking of the Virgil, didn't you just perform there? Are you like back doing stand up or what's going on here? Yeah, I'm back trying it, man. I haven't done a solo live performance in like several years and i also was never really that wasn't really my forte but uh how does it I'm, feel it feels fucking good man it felt really good the crowd i did shout out comedy poll show yeah at Virgil. that show is fucking rad as hell uh and they yep. get a crowd and for yeah. a reason they are uh Beautiful women uh, doing insane people. feats like of str- like true feats of strength and then there are like comedians better than me doing the show too and comedians as bad as me so you don't feel totally intimidated watching <laughs> there's Name at least names. one guy goes like well then i could do this shit <laughs> yeah and he's inspired and that's right. you know another reason we do it right well yeah. matters yeah that's why i'm out there it's my <laughs> Inspire guys that suck to start yeah, doing stand up. We need more shitty dudes doing stand up. That's what's yeah. missing. The thing that's missing from stand up is shitty white dudes who are 40 and out of touch. Yeah. yeah. We need to back into the game. Yeah. We're talking right. about how depressed they are. <laughs> crack, crack. Yeah. I hate my fucking wife. Right. I yeah. love my 16 year old girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to marry her in 19 months. <laughs> I am say it with me depressed. <laughs> Who else? Who, Who else? else? You or your Who depressed? Else? I want to talk to you. Who has crippling social anxiety? <laughs> Who can only talk to strangers if it's through a microphone and they don't talk back? Right. It's me. <laughs> it's, me. <laughs> it's me, an absolute psychopath. <laughs> uh, and the the wolves of Glendale are performing live. Is that correct? Every I've seen you guys on some lineups. Yes, people can follow us on Instagram, Wolves of Glendale, to find out because we're always uh, posting when we're playing. I think when this comes out, our 
Virgil show will have passed. We're doing a thing called the Wolf's Den. We might start doing it every month. That's sort oh, of yeah. the tentative plan right now to do the Wolf's Den every month. Big party where you can order Wolf Piss, which is like a custom cocktail. Custom cocktail. Custom yellow cocktail Wolf Piss. You can get that at the bar. You just go up and order a Wolf Piss and you'll get a glass of it. Really good. Really and then tasty. if you're in Philly and this hasn't come out yet, we're playing City Winery on the 27th for Tom's 30th birthday. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. And my no. dad's 60th birthday. Let's oh, not forget. Whoa, Chris a joint birthday Chris party. <laughs> Double birthday party. Double and birthday then, party, Chris and Tom. Oh, yeah. And then we're playing Caroline's on Broadway. In New York. The 31st. 31st. August 31st. August. Oh, shit, guys. Congrats, yeah. man. That's awesome. That's Thank fun. You, my dude. We're Thank very you. psyched. Thank you, my dude. Does it feel psyched. good to be back out there playing live for people? People, yeah, one oh of the God. main comments we get actually is like, you guys look like you're having such a good time. And it's very true. I've, I really, you know, and I think you guys feel the same way, if I'm not mistaken, that we just really have <laughs> a great time. This way you learn that Tom's like, honestly, it's one I of the most stressful events of my yeah. week. I'm at the end <laughs> yeah. of my line, dude. And, I can't, and, and I can't do this. I can't do it. And also that compliment can go like both ways, too, where it's like, if you bomb, sometimes sure. the, the fun thing to say is like, well, at least you We're had fun, right? Fun. You look like you had fun up We're there. Just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Tell, telling a comedian that was that set was fun. That was a fun it's, set. Yeah, you that exclusively leaves out the word funny, which is yeah, a, right. yeah. it's not funny. And it's all it's like a, you look like you had a lot of fun. I yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. like Glad one of us had fun up there. Yeah. Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm yeah. allergic to wolf piss. It's just chartreuse and Sprite, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hennessy and Gatorade. This sucks. <laughs> Henny uh, and lemon lime would be fucking awesome. Let's go. Henny and lemon lime. Yummy. <laughs> yum, yum. That would be yummy. Uh, so uh, follow no, Wolves of Glendale on Instagram. See these live shows if you live in any of these cities. Get please. get ready for Songs in the Key of Wolf, TB, uh, tentatively titled WT yes. in parentheses after it. And not the WT that comes in after my name that means white trash. This one <laughs> means working title. Working right, title. Right. Yeah, because I, I know that is on my birth certificate. <laughs> the, the nurse just made an extra note. Jonathan <laughs> Gabris, just parentheses WT, so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been dealing with him. his mom and dad this whole time. He's not yeah. gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna make it out of the island. <laughs> and you grew up on Shutter Island, correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the. I'm the bastard son of a thousand maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what someone screams about Freddy Krueger in one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Really? Because he's like the child of like a nurse who got raped by like a hundred uh, inmates at like an insane asylum. So like that's the, the turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to horror shit. Yeah. Welcome back to the last the last podcast on the right. Yeah. <laughs> the conservative podcast about the conser- horror. About finally, horror conservative. Yeah. Finally, a conservative finally. conspiracy podcast. <laughs> 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 they finally got one. <laughs> Breaking the mold. Man, that Alex Jones phone shit, I'm sorry, is just so funny. funny. I have not talked to enough people about it. It's just like, that shit just rules. Yeah, they should play that in movie theaters. Yes! I've seen, it's better than some movies. It's better than the AMC um, 
uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. They should don't you speak that fucking blasphemy here. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Dude, we saw Dazzling images on a silver screen. Yeah. <laughs> Sound Heart you can feel. Good in a place like this. AMC theaters. We saw a movie last night, and I think the last three movies you've seen in AMC, it's gotten applause every time yeah. it starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm applauding for Nicole Kidman. I'm playing along. Yeah. I even do a woo. I like to yell uh, yeah. during that segment at least once. Yeah, you I just love how much she loves Chris. Read, according to the comments, yeah, right. <laughs> our heroes seem bigger in a place like this. Yeah, because yeah, they are bigger. No, heart, no, no, heart, yeah. Heartbreak feels good in a place like heartbreak this. Heartbreak feels somehow. Yeah, but it's something about our heroes. Yeah, yeah our, our heroes are our heroes, our heroes projected on a giant silver screen. Yeah, projected on a perfect and powerful. Yes, our heroes are giant and big and loud. For the AMC first time theaters. <laughs> One time I was so high and it was like qu- the quiet moment before she says it. And I usually lean over and whisper to Tiffany, but I, I just said it like at talking volume. I was like, I am C theaters. That's called a theater. This is a theater. This is a theater. <laughs> Should we all start as a thing memorizing it and just everyone says it in the like a sing along at the dude? Same someone said they were at a screening once and a person walked around and passed out index cards dude. with like Whoa. the lines cut out so they could all say it together like a. Oh, that's fun! I idea. love that. Incredible. That's a great idea, dude. You should play that clip before you guys come on. Stage. <laughs> oh, we should. Oh, that's a, such God. a good we idea. We're actually brainstorming something to play before, dude, we, before go we go on come stage. On. And, and then what she's watching is you guys jam. Our heroes look big. We can do Dude, that easily. Sincere permission to use that for the Philly show because that's course. a great fucking idea. Can we also get you to voice Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Is that can you do like wolves a matching of Glendale? Tone? Yeah. yeah, instead of AMC it's theaters, it's just <laughs> Wolves of Glendale. Wolves of Glendale. W-O-G theaters. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, all the AMC is wog. We do music better. <laughs> We're sponsored by Coca-Cola. Uh, check out their fucking music. Uh, track them down. Follow them on Instagram. Wolves, thank you so much for coming on, High and Mighty. Ethan, Tom, and Eric, E-T-E. Thank uh, you, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Please watch my TV show, 101 Places to Party Before You Die, 1030s on True TV. Eric Jackowitz approved. Darkness impersonating me. Absolute horror. I cannot live. I cannot die. Gabrus. Gabrus. He has a new show. Has a new show. He's on a better one. Get out. 101. For, uh, guys, for real, Tom has a legitimate death metal scream that yeah. will be on the new EP. Show, give him a taste. Give him a taste. <laughs> I'm here. Pretty good. I'm Give here. Okay. Now I know why you threw out Slipknot. I see. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that I was kidding, but I, I listened to so much Slipknot between seventh grade and like junior year. Two weeks ago. Until two weeks. <laughs> I just bought a new Slipknot shirt. Too, uh, I last just week. graduated junior high school. I just graduated junior high. <laughs> I, I don't even back. have my D&D yet. Uh, I'm, a I'm a bit say. slow. Yeah, I'm a bit slow, but I do love Slipknot. <laughs> He's our little Van Wilder. Yeah. It would be awesome if you guys wore Slipknot masks and played like cheery music <laughs> and shit. Just for one of the songs without mentioning it at all. Yeah. Just all just put everyone's it on. like, all right, for the next song, a little costume change. And Ethan just comes uh, up with like the spiky masks and yeah. just starts trying to sing. You can't hear anything. It's just an especially positive funky jam. Everybody stands around having a good time. Bye, shitheads!
That was a HeadGum Podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now, somewhere... Somehow, body blow, body blow, body someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam, bam. There's a game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.